0: Week and a half, and this whole Jeffrey Epstein story happened while we were gone, which I don't know how many of you knew who that was or, or followed this or whatnot, but it's got so many tentacles to
1: it that are interesting about, about our culture, about the change with the Me Too movement, et cetera, et cetera. Money, the legal system, etc. Deborah J. Saunders is the uh, White House correspondent for the Las Vegas Review Journal. We are told that Deborah may be called away on any second on top secret journalistic business. Hello, Deborah. How are you?
2: I'm fine. How are you doing? I'm at the Made in America uh, showcase event today. Excellent. So I could be I could be brought back to look at American made products I- at any moment. I'm
1: surrounded by American made products. You can just come over here if you'd like. Anyway, uh, so uh, just brief uh, capsulization. Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, he's a financial uh, advisor, investor, uh, financier to the to the very rich in New York for years and years super well-connected politically. What else should we know about the guy before we get into the latest?
2: Like the fact that he is a pedophile, or the fact that he has... He, he's not really a pedophile. He just likes to have sex with tweens and teens.
0: Right, right. It, so,
2: the New York Times quoted him as saying, yeah.
0: yeah the, the, whole, the whole Me Too movement thing is so interesting, because this story had been around for years. He got uh, accused of it years ago. It, it, but it didn't get the kind of public attention that it would get today. For whatever reason, I don't know why we were soft on rape for so many years in this country, but now he's in serious trouble. What's he got what?
1: A su- we should mention a super cush uh, plea agreement that he got uh, state charges, and, and Deb's been covering that angle.
0: So, so what are some of the things that he was doing to, to explain what a bad guy he is? So basically,
2: uh, Palm Beach uh, Police, went to the federal authorities because they were afraid that the locals weren't going to really do anything about the fact that this rich guy who had a house in Manhattan, a house in Palm Beach, a private island, place in Paris, was, uh, had sex with minors, about 30 teenage girls. Uh, and they, they wanted to see him prosecuted and they were afraid that was not going to happen. So uh, Alex Acosta, who was then the U.S. attorney, looked at the case. He looked at the case a lot. And in the end, he, he brokered a deal where the, where the Southern District of Florida would not prosecute him for these crimes. But Epstein would agree to plead guilty, which is huge, right? And then uh, he would uh, go to jail. It was supposed to be for two years. And after that, he would, uh, and he would pay restitution to the victims. So he ended up going to jail for 13 month at the palm beach county jail and as it turns out and this is sort of like wrong even though he was a sex offender who was not allowed to have work furlough he went to work at his private office 12 hours a day six days a week
1: wow so he's hardly ever in jail he
2: he, he, he was uh not in jail enough for practically any thinking person's uh you know, it, 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 was way, it was a really, really light sense. It and was he, a sweetheart sense.
0: For a guy who was a repeat offender of having sex with, you know, 14-year-old girls or whatever age, uh, underage girls, he, because, uh-huh. and most people think, in what, in what way did his wealth, did his power keep him out of trouble? Do we know that
2: yet? Well, we know that he could hire this dream team of attorneys who who could, who really... I mean, he hired Roy Black, who was a, who who helped uh, uh, William Kennedy Smith charged with rape and acquitted. He had uh, Alan Dershowitz from the O.J. Simpson case. He had Ken Starr, the former prosecutor, oh. a special prosecutor, and there are a couple other big names that you know I think Floridians would know better than we would. So he had this team that could, and also of course he could hire private investigators. And uh, Acosta wrote that one of the reasons why he preferred to have a plea deal as he was afraid he couldn't win in court and he was afraid he couldn't win in court because uh uh he said this in a in a very gentle way there's a lot of money floating around there right so obviously there's the ability to buy off witnesses uh and we know we, since then we've heard stories about accomplices and whatever who uh that with whom that may have happened but also they were investigating the prosecutors they were they were actually looking into their background so that they could impeach them. They tried to do that with two people, and so it was just uh, there were just reasons to believe Epstein's people were doing the that. Position.
1: They were trying to actually get the prosecutors thrown out of their jobs. Yes. Wow. Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: And uh, Epstein, yes. the the reason we know the name is he was friends with Bill Clinton in this uh, back in two thousand eight when he got in all this trouble that 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 bubbled up as a story briefly that Bill Clinton flew on the guy's plane regularly turns out he's friends with trump or used to used to be tr- friends with trump also you're, you're pretty connected if you uh have a personal relationship with multiple presidents
2: yeah and the chances are that if you are a rich person in new york and palm beach you've met these people that you've met presidents that you've met a lot of the, the people uh that i don't know like to hang out with each other and, 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 you know, so he went, he went to, he went to jail and he came out and he hired a PR firm and he sort of rehabilitated himself. But this is a real thing that happened. I mean, this is not a, um, I may be getting called back in a second, okay. I, but, you know, uh, but I, I, I actually understand why Acosta did what he did. And he, one of the things he said first, was, Hey, this didn't stop anybody else from going after him. Just said, southern district of florida couldn't didn't say new york couldn't where he has a home didn't say all these other places couldn't and so 10 years later and, and, and by the way did the miami herald treat this as a huge story not until alex acosta was confirmed oh, and because of that connection
1: as trump's labor secretary that's correct right okay, okay we,
0: we we know so you got to go deborah and we'll fill in the rest of the details appreciate you coming on on short notice today go look at those fine american oh, products pleasure.
2: Yes, I will. And you know these uh, Fisher Space Pens from Boulder City, Nevada, just
1: telling you. Wow. Okay, thanks for the tip. Deborah J. Saunders, White House correspondent, Las Vegas
0: Review-Journal. Thanks, Deborah. Okay, so fill in a little bit of the background here. This Jeffrey Epstein, who did have an island, and it turns out he had a shrine, a temple built on his island.
1: Yeah, I was just watching a drone flyover video of the private rapey island. I'm that, thinking of making an offer for it. I'm not rapey, but I would, you know,
0: that con- enjoy it. That contractors mentioned had a medieval era lock on the front door that appears designed to keep people inside. There you hmm. go. So he was trolling the high schools for hot 14-year-olds and getting them to his place. And he'd have him give him a massage, and then at some point he would rape them or convince them
1: to do things that. Well, well there's no consensual sex with a right, child, right? So, but yeah, he, he would pay them money or say, "Listen, I'll give you a thousand dollars, ten thousand, whatever."
0: Well, but in some cases, according to the woman that was on the Today Show the other day, he just held them down and raped them wow. also. So, yeah. he, so he did both. Um, and uh, you, you got a guy, you got an assistant who uh, he testified. This is part of the, the the whole court order and everything. Like he testified that he took a. a, a 24 roses to a local high school wants to deliver to a girl. He's sending roses to a high school girl. Wow. Um, And he had hundreds of these girls over the years that would come to his house and word would get around, hey, you can make a lot of money by going over and giving this guy a massage, but some of them it would turn into sex, or he would just plain hold them down and rape them, Mm -hmm. and they didn't think they could come forward. If they did come forward, he'd pay them off. He paid off hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars to people to to get them to sign these, you know, keep their mouths shut agreements and all that sort of stuff. He was getting at one time, according to Alan Dershowitz, who uh who was his lawyer? Um, Epstein would get three massages. I'm using my finger quotes because he was he was raping, you know, young well, girls. Right, they're children. He he would get three massages a day. Wow, in various times. God, nonstop pervin. So sick this, this dude. guy was like
1: Caligula,
0: needing to have sex with three you know teenagers a day against their will or or. Either um, physically against their will or emotionally against their will, because they didn't they they, could, they didn't know how to refuse a, a a powerful adult with a lot of money. Right. Um, so, Bill Clinton knew the guy well and traveled around with him. I'm not somebody that's going to immediately jump to the conclusion that Bill Clinton had any knowledge whatsoever of the the young girl stuff. You can you can know somebody pretty well and have no idea of their their their. their private sex
1: needs. Yeah, I've heard that his case. parties were pretty wild and that Billy Jeff was at a couple oh, of yeah. those. He no, denies I, it uh, categorically. I
0: absolutely believe Bill Clinton liked hanging around him and there were hot women around all the time and it wouldn't surprise me a bit if Bill Clinton wasn't you know, getting involved in some of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the underage stuff, there's, there's no reason for me to think uh, that was going on. And Trump knew the guy way back. Trump actually um, kicked the guy out of his golf course many years ago. Had him removed because Epstein had uh, hit on some underage girl and Trump had him booted out and Trump cooperated with prosecutors to try to get that thing going hmm. but they had a falling but 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 he and Epstein were close before then yeah. so um, it to me it's it's mostly just it's the Johnny Cochran rule the 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 color of justice is not black or white it's green if you got enough money I mean, how about that? You hire your dream team of lawyers to go after the prosecutors and try to f- dig up enough dirt on them to right. get them out of their job.
1: Right. But what does it say about the guy that he had? I mean, he made OJ's dream team look pathetic. Right. Please uh, swap out Robert Kardashian for, for Ken Starr Star or, or Black or whatever, I mean, that's that's the actual dream team. With that team, he had to plead. He wasn't going to risk uh, going to court.
0: Oh, and, and the other angle on this, the media angle <laughs> of it, so he's well-connected mostly with Democrats, which Trump was his entire life. Right. So, I mean, it's Clinton, Trump, and, and everybody rich who's a Democrat in Florida and New York. Nobody had any interest in digging up this story about this guy. That's the reporting that came out over the weekend. The Miami Herald, Herald editors only got interest in this guy when there was a Trump connection. Right. So the guy that was involved in making the deal that people would be appalled by child didn't, rape. Nah. didn't get any attention until there's some way to make it look bad for Donald Trump. Right,
1: until his Secretary of Labor, whatever that is, uh, happened to be one of the prosecutors back in the day who made the plea deal.
0: And that's when the Miami Herald gets the, the, the stomach to really cover this case and go after Epstein.
1: How sickening is that for all of society? So even when... The outrage ought to be real. It's fake. Or at least it's politically motivated. Driven by for the wrong
0: reasons. Right. Right. This super rich perv who's uh, be happy to rape your daughter as an eighth grader he gets to just keep doing it. And then lots of people knew what he was doing. And as Deborah just pointed out, New York could have gone after him. He's doing the same thing in New York. Other prosecutors in other counties. He's got he's been doing this around the world, around the country. Right. Other people have gone after him, not just this Acosta dude. Uh, that was in Trump's orbit. But nah, it's only interesting
1: if somehow this gives Trump a black eye, possibly. Right.
0: Isn't that how sick is that?
1: Well, there are a lot of uh, ins and outs and complications, uh, but my headline is uh, Because of Trump's Election, a Serial Rapist is uh, Off the Streets. There you go. <laughs> Out of pure loathing of Trump, they finally prosecuted and the guy. Could you assume that if Hillary
0: had won there'd have been no interest in going after the Epstein thing? And he'd just He'd keep... probably be the Secretary of Health and Human Services. He would just huh? get to keep doing it, I guess, because Right. Whatever. Because nobody cares. Well, combination of nobody cares and you're you're going after her, you're taking a big swing at a big guy and it's oh, it's yeah. not gonna be easy. All oh, right. But they didn't have the stomach for it unless it was a Trump deal. Isn't that I mean it's just amazing to me.
1: Yeah, well. That's what we're dealing with, my friends. That is the reality of the modern world. And then what's wrong with these
0: pervs? What, what is wrong with a guy like that? Is that a power thing? Is that a sex thing? You could have sex with as many 18-year-olds as you want all around the world. You're that guy. Sure. But that's not good enough for some reason. Is that a power thing or a sex uh, thing? I don't even know. Part,
1: it's part. It's both. He's obviously an arrested development case. He's like those hot 36-year-old high school teachers who are sexing up the, the boys in their classes. They got, they got something wrong with their sexual development. So Nancy Pelosi's and daughter... And he just happen to have the money and power to indulge it at every turn.
0: This story is not over. Nancy Pelosi's daughter, who is a journalist and a really good one, she said last week, she said there's going to be a lot of names that get drug into this whole Epstein story, and a lot of them are going to be on our side, she said. Meaning Democrats? Meaning Democrats. Okay. And she said, we've got to be ready for that. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure it'll be both sides, but... Well, I'm not sure. Of that. Mm, but, yeah, I don't know. But we'll there'll say. probably be all kinds of different people.
1: Well, listen... Obviously, obviously, politicians have an unending thirst for cash. And they are willing to look, overlook rather anything to get at that cash. That might be the story. Some of them might have been engaged in the perving uh, with Epstein. I don't know. I, I don't assume that's true. A lot of people do, but I don't. Uh, but they absolutely were willing to overlook child rape to get that cash. Keep idolizing politicians, folks. Keep uh, keep making them your heroes. Keep living your life acting like uh, politics is the most important thing. Oh man, it's also grubby. We'll be following Yuck. this one.
2: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty show.
0: Oh, one quick follow up on the Epstein story. There's also some info out there that somebody in the government contacted prosecutors and said, Look, Epstein is he's working with the CIA. He's he's an asset for the federal government. We got some big things going on we can't tell you about, so you gotta back off. And, um, what? and nobody's exactly sure where that came from. So there could be some people either the, cause it was around 2008, was it the Bush administration or the Obama administration that were doing that? Who knows, uh, what that game is? So there could be mm. more tentacles to that story. We're talking about things we didn't pay any attention to on vacation. And one of them was is Beto O'Rourke slightly ahead of Kamala Harrison fundraising? <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, that reminds me. I haven't checked my investments lately in Predicted. dot org. I think I'm up a few dollars, but uh, what's going on with the uh, the candidate death pool, the right. uh, the campaign death pool?
0: Good right. news for you, I'm sure you saw that. Really? Or did you not follow it at all? No. Okay. So Joe's got, he's even unaware of the best news for him. Wow.
3: All right, my friends. Let us get ready for the Armstrong and Getty 2020 Democratic Campaign Death Pool updates. He is. Ouch! California Representative Eric Swalwell ended Swalwell, his race.
0: Swalwell, oh. he has
3: decided to instead go for re-election to the U.S. House.
0: Oh, I thought that was your picture. That, that was no. Marshall's picture. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, sw- so Swalwell got out just because he had no donors or uh, or poll numbers, right? That and that drove him out. Yep. Wow, that's a weak effort, man. Just because you're at zero percent in the polls, <laughs> <laughs> and nobody will give you any money. <laughs> Quitter.
1: <laughs> and Get the you hell were thoroughly here. uninspiring in the debate (laughs) what am i going to do with all this Pass the torch merch that i just bought last week (laughs) right pass the torch so haven't you won marshall well now this is
3: there was a lot of celebrating last week around the phillips estate because he is indeed one of my three picks to drop out but we checked closer and it turns out swalwell is the first candidate to officially withdraw
0: from the race R- right.
3: But and,
1: I mean, if you're like Wayne Messum, which is one of your choices. Right. To, in
0: what way isn't, is he involved? Is, isn't he out? No,
3: Wayne Messum is still in. They just what have does not, that mean? They he, haven't
1: qualified for the
0: debate stages, but they have right. not yet tapped out saying I quit. They're but, still correct. bilking people for money and donations. Yeah, we're going to have to figure mm-hmm. that out because that, they do that all the time. Yeah. They, they suspend their campaign. Right. But
3: they're so out. they can
1: pay their debts, and, right?
3: And it turns out my other candidate, eighty-nine-year-old Mike <laughs> Gravel, is still in. But whatever we, that means, word is he's close to leaving the race. <laughs> he's close to leaving a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, we should
0: have we should have looked into the fine print of this thing. <laughs> and we got another guy got yeah. in. The Southern Californian billionaire. No, it's too late. No more entries. Yeah, I'm
1: planning to work for him. He's hiring. <laughs> yes. I'm signing up.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
0: So, Tom Steyer, billionaire from Southern California, got into the race the same time as Swalwell got out. It was zero percenter. Replaced by another zero percenter
1: for now. Mm. Uh, the big news. If Karmic balance continues. The, the, the yin, the yang, the in, the out.
0: The real big news, if you're following the presidential race at all. Is that
1: it's a year and a half from now. <laughs> is that <laughs> <that's> the news. <laughs> is the headline today that Beto O'Rourke is a slaveholder. Correct. That is the way I interpreted the story. I just read the headlines. Beto has uh, dozens of slaves,
0: I think. Or, it's, or Just scanned it. His grand, great-grandparents,
1: apparently. Yeah, I got that somewhere. Okay, it's his
0: great-great-grandparents on both him and his wife's side uh, were slaveholders. So Beto himself not a slaveholder?
1: No. no. Well, okay. not as far as we know. Has anybody <laughs> nailed that down yet? I think you're a fool if you assume it. I mean, he comes from slaveholders. It's just his people. That's what they do. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Let's see. Yeah, paternal great-great-great-grandfather. Andrew Cowan Jasper.
0: So there's no reason to think Beto O'Rourke has slaves. Or is there? I'm neutral on the question. Okay. Well, it's hard to prove a negative, but you got to prove to me you don't have slaves. Right. Right. With that family history. Right. Um, what is a convenience vehicle? I learned that during the vacation. We are a very fat nation. I include my son, I'm raising my hand. I'm included in that group. Mm. We are a very fat nation with bad fat. eating habits. Now that convened, convenience vehicles have become a thing. Convenience vehicle? Stay tuned for that and other stuff on the way, including the news right now with Marsha Phillips.
3: Now dealing with the crisis at the border in a number of ways, the Trump administration now proposing a new restriction on migrants seeking asylum in the U.S. According to both DOJ and DHS officials, the restriction would deny anyone who crosses the southern border from seeking asylum in the United States if they came through another country and did not seek asylum in that country. Following U.N. regulations for asylum. Yep. The rule will be taking effect tomorrow once it's published in the Federal Register.
1: You know, Trump is doing a hell of a job at constantly getting the progressives who have these unicornian uh, claims or views or policies about immigration. I mean, they're just... All touchy-feely greeting card sentiment stuff, but utterly impractical. It just ignores the realities of the world. He is making them defend their unicornian philosophy over and over again.
0: I was watching um, Rahm Emanuel, former mayor of Chicago and Obama's uh, chief of staff. He's my favorite political pundit. He is so good at at understanding the political landscape. But he was is talking about is he working
1: about, at one place consistently these days, or just making on the rounds? He's
0: on ABC this week okay, with Stephanopoulos, yeah. him and uh, Chris. Uh, what's his name? Chubby guy from New Jersey, Christy. Chris Christie. Christie yeah. Are the, the, the if they had a show, I'd watch it every day mm. in terms of their following politics. But anyway, Rahm Emanuel said the current uh, uh, race for president is like third grade soccer; they're all chasing the same ball, and it's in the the, the AOC wing of the. Uh, of the party and he said that's not what the party is but they're all chasing it and Mm. he said Trump understands that and Rahm Emanuel pointed out that among Democrats 35% of Democrats self describe as moderate 20% self describe as conservative that's 55% of Democrats call themselves moderate or conservative and you got people on the stage raising their hand saying yeah free medical care for illegals and no I don't think we should have borders wow that's insane wow I just I just wish people... I'm afraid people are going to catch on. I'd rather you didn't catch on because I don't want you to win. I'm afraid people are going to catch on because, as you pointed out, we are a year and a half away. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of time for people to figure out, whoa, this is, we're, we're leaving out over half of our party with these ridiculous... Uh,
1: Stances. So is that the usual process where you chase to the right or the left during the primaries and then you move back to the middle for the, the general? Or do you boy, think, It doesn't feel like that to me, oh boy, does it, Tra- you? Uh, and it's partly Trump. Again, he's forcing them into defending these positions.
0: Yeah, that's, that's just
3: incredible. Ice raids are still expected to be taking place this week, even though they seem to have been put on hold yesterday. A few people were reportedly rounded up but seemed to be routine activity all seemed to be routine activity for immigration and customs enforcement the raids focused on illegal immigrants who have already been sent their final orders of removal it's
1: around 2000 people who haven't turned themselves in meanwhile senator leding Lindsay... having gone through the entire legal process and had judges decide, after the taxpayers gave, uh, you know, their hard-earned money right. to provide interpreters and attorneys and the rest of it. They worked through the entire process, and a judge said, no, I'm sorry, you have no legal basis to stay. You have to go. And then they disappeared, and so warrants were issued. These are the people we're talking about. Those are the people I'm supposed to shed a bitter tear about, that they're living in fear. Or, well, the entire immigrant community is living in fear. Well, then pick up a newspaper. Or watch the news or something. It's clear what's going on. And people's misplaced fear is not a substitute for coherent laws and national policy. I'm sorry you have misplaced fears, but what does that have to do with anything?
0: No, it's a media-driven story anyway, because the Obama administration booted out 3 million illegals over 8 years. 3 million. Which included some raids, if you want to use that word, which is not technically accurate.
1: And they fully funded ICE all the way along. But
0: going and getting them and throwing them out. Three million.
3: Because that's what you have to do. On another note, just as it's been announced, Amazon Prime Day 2019 is here starting today. And for the next 48 hours, bargain shoppers can cash in. On discounts on electronics and other gadgets. Just as How can I claim to be the king of Black Friday if somebody's beating me? Oh, it's about Prime Day now, young man. Yes. Just uh, as Amazon announces this, we get another report that brick-and-mortar stores keep on closing at record rates. Core site researchers says more than 7,000 stores are going to be closing this year with Thousands of locations already gone.
1: One of the interesting aspects of Prime Day now is that the various disgruntled employees around the world are using it as the day to uh, demonstrate against Amazon or strike or whatever. And uh, a close relative of mine, uh, you know, has uh, worked for Amazon. A friend uh, did. And they work you really, really hard. And uh, it's not... It's not very typical of the modern employment uh, situation. I'll just say that there's nothing illegal about it. I don't think it's cruel or anything right but you work fast and you work hard and they have and you can't keep up they boot you. And uh, that's you know that's a little uncomfortable in the modern world for a lot of people.
3: One last note, the Air Force wants to warn people not to try and storm area 51. Hundreds of thousands of people have apparently signed up on a Facebook group that proposed everyone rush the top secret military base in the Nevada desert. Oh, that's
0: a terrible idea. This September. That is a terrible idea. This effort- First of all, you're going to get some sort of alien gonorrhea when you come in contact with the aliens <laughs> that we keep in cages there. An mm. uh, area 50. How am
1: I going to get gonorrhea?
0: Before you even get to the alien gonorrhea, though, you will be shot dead. <laughs> We went on a dune buggy trip outside oh, yeah? of Las Vegas, my son and I, out right. in the desert, and it's by a, a military base where they uh, they fly the, the, the F-22 Raptors, the best planes in the world, and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, the guide on this dune buggy race was talking about, you don't want to get off the track, because if you get too close to that installation over there, right. you will be shot. Because they have no tolerance for anybody running toward the fence of those sorts of institutions. Right, right. Right.
3: There you go. That's wrapped. wrap That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation.
0: Thank you, Squawky.
1: So, uh, Silicon Valley billionaire Tom Steyer, what did he start anyway? How did he get his money? Is it something I like or something annoying? He's a hedge fund guy. And, um, oh, right. Yeah. yeah. And so he's getting,
0: he's getting beat up now because his hedge fund used to include various oil stocks. Oh, so no. how can you be against global warming when you, he's in the hedge yeah. fund? His job was to Hypocrite. make people money. And if you're going to try to make people money, that's, the fossil fuels is a good way to do it. But so, I yeah, whatever.
1: Alert listener Jeff sent us this job posting for uh, Tom Steyer's campaign. They need a California communications director responsible for the development of California's communications strategy and managing the state's press secretary. That is, uh, that is uh, my future, clearly. I'm going to apply. You've seen
0: this guy on TV, whether you know yeah. it or not, because he's running a gazillion ads about how we need to impeach Trump now.
1: Yeah, that's his one issue. He just hammers it over and over again. And he's vowing to spend $100 million of his own money. Well, a big chunk of it's going to be going to me. I'm going to sit down at the, me- the first meeting. I'm going to say, Tom, thanks for hiring me. I appreciate it, and it's an honor. First of all, your positions are idiotic. They're like a particularly emotional 13-year-old throwing a fit. Let's rethink that. Second, your communication style is, well, in a word, terrible. You're almost impossible to listen to. Now, never say anything live. We've got to tape everything and edit it. Edit it carefully. We're going to be doing a lot of takes because you're utterly incapable. Find Did I mentioned your you ideas are position. terrible?
0: What now? <laughs> Find it unlikely you would land this position.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I say, yes. is he, is he, ready for Tumpkin? Does, yes does he want a yes man? Does he want a yes man? Or does he want you, somebody
0: who'll tell him the you, truth? You don't sound like you're going to be a yes man.
3: <laughs> no, not at all. You sound like you're
0: going to be a, a hell no man. Yeah.
1: Bit of a Don Rickles element there, too. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, throw it down. Here's some communication. Drop out! <laughs> Drop out! You're wasting your money!
0: Armstrong
2: and Getty. The Armstrong and
0: Getty Show. You know, I didn't spend any time thinking about most of this stuff, and I don't think a lot of you think about this stuff ever, but I didn't think about it during vacation, but. I did read a little about the uh, the dust up between AOC and Nancy Pelosi, and AOC sort of hinting that Nancy's racist for her attacks on AOC is just yeah, I saw that too delicious to, 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 to set aside. so maybe more on that later, maybe more on that later.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I like I said earlier, I you know I had my smartphone with me mostly. I'd see news alerts pop up, and I'd think, eh, that's interesting, and just move along with my life. So I was dimly aware of what was happening in the news, but just dimly, as Judy and I, we um, we explored uh, Bend, Oregon, a place we love very much, where our son lived, and uh, kayaked and, and played golf and, and hung out with him. And, oh, you know what, Jack, you'd have loved this. Um, we did a little pass the guitar with uh, me and my son and his songwriting partner, Darian. Always a good time. And just, uh, yeah, drank and, and played songs into the night. It was absolutely fantastic. And then, uh, went on to Coeur Idaho, and also checked out, uh, Sandpoint, Idaho, which is stunningly beautiful. Coeur is too, but, uh, and we had a hell of a good time, but it, it became obvious to me one thing. Coeur is not a huge, uh, population center. And it's pretty dang chilly in the wintertime, but in the summer it's it's just idyllic. It's gorgeous. It's this amazing lake. It's got rivers running in directions, woods and mountains and just people are there boating and sunbathing and playing in every way humans do It's a vacation paradise. Um, if you're trying, especially if you're, you know, living in a hot part of the country, you want to escape the heat. But because it doesn't have a huge native population, it's all hands on deck. Like every kid within a hundred miles, if they're not working full time in the summertime, it's because they don't want to, because there are so many tourists there and so, so much demand. For instance, so Judy and I take this rafting trip on the. It was on the Cordellane River. Um, and it was absolutely beautiful. It was gorgeous, and it was it was kind of a calm raft. It was more like scenic wildlife, class one rapids, but nothing. Um, if you're into like thrill seeking, but our guide was this thoroughly delightful young man, terrific kid, fabulous. Be proud to call him my son. And he was very good at steering the raft. But we'd say like, oh wow, he said, the water's incredibly clear. What what kind of fish is that? Be like, Egh. I think it starts with a B. Literally, he said. I think it starts wow. with a B, and I'm like, okay, yeah, all right. Um, and uh, he'd say, Oh, that's definitely a trout. That's a trout right there. And I, he, you know, I fish he, a little he's got to
0: learn the art of making stuff
1: up, right? Well, we saw one hairy beast slip into the water, and he declared it a beaver. And I have no reason to doubt it was a beaver, but it could have been any number of beasts. <laughs> But he said it was a beaver, and I thought, well, oh, okay. And I, I acted excited, because it was fun. You know, there it was, sure. but there's beavers like where I live. <laughs> I can walk like 150 yards out my front door and go look at a beaver if I want. But So it was, it was good. But so he was obviously a fit young man who could steer a raft. But as a nature guide, and then we go to you know, <laughs> some sort of fish. That over there is a tree of some sort. A bird. Actually, he was very enthusiastic about point out ducks and they were they were very That's a mallard <laughs> they, no, there are no mallards. there there were these very attractive uh kind of funky looking ducks that are different from the ducks around my house so if you like ducks there are ducks to look at uh, but he was particularly enthused because we'd said we wanted to see wildlife there are no moose saw no zero moose no mooses had our eyes peeled the entire time but but again a hell of a nice kid so then we go pay a ridiculously high uh, fee to play golf there at the Coeur d'Alene Resort Course, legendary for its floating green out in Lake Coeur d'Alene. You hit over the, and you actually take a boat out to the green. It's the hilarious. green what? floats. Yeah, so it's artificial turf. Um, no, actually, it's a giant floating like barge. Shaped more or less like a golf course green. It's kind of a semicircle with some wrinkles, hmm. um, and it's got green and some rough and some flowers and stuff like that. It's actually, it's as novelties go, it's a great novelty. It's a little uh,
0: putt-putt miniature golfish, but uh, Except, at a, no, at it, a higher no, level. But
1: it's an yes, as a yes, novelty idea. Yes, yes, it is. And I see your point. Yeah, and <laughs> I actually, I was going to play you the video. Maybe I will later. I and. All the guys gals in our group and our caddy were one hundred percent certain I'd made a hole in one. Oh wow. On Ooh. that course one of the most famous holes in the world. It's, it's in a, a hole. It was not in the hole, Bill. Um and I was I've never been so heartbroken. broken. Have which, you ever had a hole in one? Yes, one. Uh but anyway, so Was it the greatest moment of your life? No. 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 It was pretty good though. <laughs> It was with my dad and my son. Oh, well, that, so, said that oh, wow. they, yeah. yeah, it was pretty special. Yeah. Show but, off, but anyway, so but we've got this caddy, and that's part of the reason the round is so expensive. Is every group has a, a four caddy helps out all the guys in the uh, and I'm sorry, it was two couples in our group, um, and it helps you. it's theoretically you cleans your clubs, a ball, whatever. Points out you don't want to go there. You want to go there. It's 170 yards. Blah 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 blah. But this kid was terrible. He was terrible. It was like he'd never been on a golf course. He would literally, and, and listen, if you're a golfer, you know how this is. You'd be taking your club back, and he'd, like, walk three feet past you. I mean, he would close enough to touch. He'd be, like, moving and talking, and he'd, uh, he'd just give you the wrong information. And I was constantly, he'd say, yep, 170 yards. And I'd hit the 170-yard club and soar 40 yards past the green. You're <laughs> like, what? Wait! Give me that thing, that little yardage thing. He was terrible, but and and I'm I'm trying to decide whether to complain in an official way because it could be a lot cheaper if you didn't have like a roving professional annoyance bothering <laughs> me at all times. I don't want him. I got my little gizmo. I can get the yardages myself. But he's some so kid. So he's pretty expensive, though. Some. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I I'll, I'll the, tell you.
0: The only time I will complain about stuff if it's super expensive. Because I yes. I think you ought to be, expect things to be pretty great if it's expensive. Yeah. I don't complain at Denny's if my eggs are runny. Well, I listen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, Another serving, please. <laughs> it, it was, uh, just so you understand, it's a once-in-a-lifetime, yes, I played this golf course thing. Right. That we did it. How do you like 250 bucks a person? Ooh. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. For a, for a good not great golf course. Now the location's ridiculous. I mean, it's just it's fantastic. They got a floating green, uh, but and evidently they employ clowns to follow you around and make it difficult to play, play golf. You missed that putt. And I'd say for no extra charge, but there's a significant extra charge, and then you got a late uh, tip on a kid. Hmm. And you know what? Again. Hell of a nice young man. Sure, really nice. But obviously, they just go out and they beat the bushes and they say, "Listen, can you be a a, 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 a guide? What kind of guide? Uh, I don't know, a hunting guide. Yeah, I guess." So there you are. Like, people got their guns. Hey, there's a bird. Right, you can shoot that. <laughs> Wait a minute. What kind of bird? You can't shoot all birds. Yeah, I don't know. Shoot it. Then we'll we'll look at his feathers. We'll figure out what it is. I got a book at home. I'll call you. Hey, how many, what's the limit on these fish? I don't know. It's a pretty big boat. We could probably hold about 100 of them. No, you don't understand. They're laws. No. So, you know, it it was charmingly uh, unpretentious. How about that?
0: Hey. You'd think it would be pretentious when you pay
1: $250 a person to play golf. Yeah. In fact, I might not even mind a little bit of that. But I don't know. It is what it is. Some people got real problems. Oh, yeah. I just thought it was kind of amusing. And honestly, we we ate some fabulous meals. We ate one meal where I swear to God, the chef showed up for work that day and picked up a spatula and said, What's this? (laughs) I tell you if you are unemployed go to Coeur d'Alene in the summertime they you pick your gig you could probably perform vascular surgery if they're short-handed enough probably hire you up for 15 bucks an hour what is this thing? What do you do with this? Yeah, you slip that under the egg, then you turn it over. All right. Why? Because people want, but never mind. Just when I tell you to turn the egg over, turn it over. All right. I was I was a hunting guide yesterday. I'll be a caddy tomorrow. Yeah. God dang it, boy! But it's pretty. That's
0: I'd, hilarious. I move
1: there tomorrow. That's pre- funny. Yeah. All right. More newsy stuff to come, I guess. What are we
0: calling those four
2: girls?
1: The squad. The squad. I'm not calling them that. You go ahead.
2: (laughs) Armstrong and Getty.